0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We are joined on the line by Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian. And of course, against the backdrop of this global movement demanding action on climate change, where uh, students and employees and such were uh, walking out in solidarity in countries like, uh, well, in cities, Berlin, Paris, London, Brussels, Warsaw, New York, and Toronto next Friday. Let's get Conrad in here to opine on that and more. Conrad, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon to you, John.
0: So what do you make of this uh, day of global strikes being, I guess, uh, led by the 16-year-old environmental activist from Sweden, Greta Thunberg?
1: I think it's rubbish. I think it's a mass movement based on um, a... of unorganized, spontaneous alliance between um, people who are sincerely preoccupied with the environment in, in, and, and seek things that are desirable, um, uh, but have been torqued up by the alarmists into thinking that there's a greater level of urgency and certainty about it than there is, coupled to the, the uh, sort of turbocharger, the whole environmental movement received from the international left was defeated in the Cold War and international communism collapsed. Uh, but they, rather cleverly, I must say, with admirable improvisation, redefined themselves as militant environmentalists and, uh, uh, and are fiendishly attacking capitalism on the spurious grounds of saving the planet. And, and I think these People a lot of young people, but not only young people who buy into the idea that we're that we 're not doing enough we 're playing with the possible total destruction of life on earth if we don 't move more quickly to cease using petroleum products, for example uh, have just bought a line and it's and it 's nonsense and we there is an a very profound lack of probative evidence of what actually is happening in terms of climate change. There is no evidence of global temperature really moving or certainly not moving outside normal cycles. And there is no evidence whatever uh, that is conclusive or even particularly persuasive that anything man is doing uh, has any influence on on climate. And, and, uh, And apart from all of that, Uh, even the chief offenders in this case by just measuring traditional pollution the chief offenders are uh, China and India. And China is not a democracy and doesn't care about demonstrations in Paris and Berlin and, uh, and much less Toronto. And, and the, India is a democratic country, but they want economic growth and they want it the way other countries got it, which was that you get the economic growth first and deal with the environment later.
0: All right. So what you're suggesting then is this is primarily directed at the developed countries in the West. but you who, know,
1: who are not particularly offenders in this area.
0: Well, all right. And yet you've got uh, this being prompted by the United Nations. I mean, they put...
1: Yeah, but I mean, let's get serious. In, in most respects, the United Nations is primal screen therapy for underdeveloped countries and anti-democratic ones. And, uh, you know, the Roosevelt created a monster in, in, in trying to foster human brotherhood and give the the less important countries a sense of participation rather than being exploited or bullied. And in trying to make internationalism safer to a formerly isolationist America, he created an organization full of good intentions, but which has turned into a parody of what it's supposed to be.
0: Well, and then you've got, uh, you know, it's glibly cited, 97% of scientists say that this is...
1: Bunk! It isn't 97 percent. It's nothing like that. This this is a truism, uh, but it's a milepost on the road of retreat from those who posted their initial markers that the global temperature was warming swiftly. The hockey stick was kicking in. We were getting a sharp uptick in the increase in global temperatures. All of that was rubbish. The hockey stick was rubbish, and it is nonsense. It's very divided scientific opinion, and it uh, it is put forth very tentatively other than by zealots who are who are not really scientists. They're, they're activists.
0: Well, and so, uh, do you think that these kids are being co-opted or cynically exploited?
1: I would have to know more about how these demonstrations are organized. I, I, I I think, look, I think it's a nice fad. I mean, as fads go, saving the planet is better than some than we've been. (laughs) Both of us, John, old enough to remember. Um, but, um, uh, I think some have been spooked by by exaggerated rhetoric and banding about false scientific claims. I mean, I was reading a learned paper last week about how estimates of of uh, the temperature of the ocean. Uh, depend on exactly where the temperature taking boys are what how, what color they are painted because the level of uh, solar reflection influences the thermometers and so forth and it, it, these are terribly subtle matters and and, and 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 nothing possibly could be more complicated than trying to figure out the world 's climate nothing and I mean it is the whole world after all and and uh, and there are all kinds of people strutting about making declaratory remarks uh, you know like a medieval pope telling people they'll be you know excommunicated if they don't uh, pay for their uh, you know for their repentances or something i mean it, 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 i mean there's a terrible amount of charlatanism in this now i have no standing to say what's motivating these large numbers of people in 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 the cities you mentioned i i'm i'm sure most of them are well motivated and really want to be, be as forceful as they can in saying, let's take care of this planet. Uh, nothing wrong with that. We all want to do that. But some of them are uh, just agitators who like to agitate. Some of them are hopelessly credulous and gullible fall guys for every fatuous, faddish, or radical movement that pops up, which they do like mushrooms, as you know. And, and, uh, and some of them are, are really the old time left. The sort of Naomi Klein, old time left, who got absolutely hammered in the Cold War, Uh, but have come around, who's sneaking through the back door, attacking capitalism on the grounds that capitalism is incompatible with continuation of human life i mean it, it, it's a mishmash of people it's a big movement like all oh, big movements are different explanations for the people you uh, know and their conduct
0: well yeah but they see some people are likening this to the anti-apartheid movement or even the civil rights movement of the 50s and the 60s yeah
1: well but then they're ignorant of history and also have real problems of deductive reasoning
0: but let me ask you conrad here uh, let me move along because you know to the point that you've got Thousands, hundreds of thousands of young people, and I stress young people, it seems to me that this anti-fossil fuel movement is inexorable. It's just the march of time and demographics is a political force. Uh, they're coming into their full flourish of, uh, you know, being able to advance agendas and so on and so forth. So what is that presage for the future?
1: You see, I, I actually have to part company with you for once here, John. I don't think it's inexorable. I'll tell you what I think is inexorable. We saw the Saudi oil supply temporarily interrupted, up to sixty percent of it, uh, last weekend with a with an uh, Iranian-sponsored drone attack, and uh, the, there was huge concern which was largely allayed by the president of the United States, saying he'd release, as necessary, parts of the U.S. Naval Oil Reserve, which they don't need as much now that they're not importing oil themselves to the United States. But no one said anything about any form of energy other than oil. And the idea that energy can be supplied from any other source than than the, the, broadly speaking, carbon area is nonsense. And, and, and that's what's inexorable. I mean, people can march around every city in the world uh, demanding action on climate change, but what action do they actually want? And abolishing uh, carbon products in the West is, is, is nonsense. It is merely self-inflicted flagellation uh, for the amusement of people who will ignore that, such as the Chinese I mean, it, it, it's simply self-inflicted wounds. Let me ask what you: Finally, what we want to do? Look, let me be clear. I, I don't want to be portrayed as being anything other than militant in in two areas, re- relevant areas to this, where we can all lock step together and march together. We we want as little pollution of the environment as possible, and and we specifically want to be very sure that we maintain the forestry in the world to keep the whole photosynthesis process going.
0: Well, a lot of people submit that Canada is in uh, fact a carbon sink. Let me just very, very quickly ask you, because it's uh, really looming over everybody in the last 48 hours or so, how do you assess the current tribulation of Justin Trudeau?
1: Um, personally, I, I don't see anything wrong with having going to an aladdin theme party uh, made up as Aladdin. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Where I see a real problem is this liberal campaign so far has just been a, a smear job against the conservatives in particular. It, all they do is they, you know, they, they, they do some oppo research on here candidates, every practically every constituency the conservatives have a chance in, and say that, you know, candidate Smith in, in uh, 1990 Ninety-seven in his high school yearbook made a disparaging remark about gays or something, and say he's homophobic. And he's against same-sex marriage uh, or, or, or a similar thing about abortion or something like this. And I, I think that while, uh, while well, I, I, well, I personally don't mind if, 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 if and it doesn't matter at all if Justin went to these parties and dressed up like that, um, but he he he, he cannot be the sanctimonious unmasker of of closet uh, hypocrites, misogynists, and homophobes in the Conservative Party, uh, who in fact have been completely unexceptionable, most of them, for a long time, and there's no reason to believe that they're anything other than reasonable people whose views matured as time went by, and at the same time get a pass on these things. I mean, the fact is Dressing up blackface is, is a not a very suave thing to do nowadays. We're not, we're not in Al Jolson's time anymore. Right. And and uh, and and it's and, and I think it I think it does real damage to the liberal campaign because it's a government that can't stand on its record and its whole re-election plan has been to smear the opposition and I, I think it makes it a lot harder for them to do that.
0: I got you. I got to let you go on that note. Uh, it almost. And,
1: and may I just add one thing? My mm-hmm. wife has asked me to say something to your listeners. Mm-hmm. He, she wants to know who his makeup guy was when he was got you know, kitted out as Aladdin. She thinks that whoever the makeup person was was tremendously competent. and Would like to know who it was. <laughs>
0: okay, I'm I'm sure there's a silver lining in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's try to root him out and give him full props. Uh, okay. Conrad always enjoyable. Have a great weekend. Talk next week.
1: Same to you and your listeners, John. Bye.
0: You got it, Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian.